Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to give you my recap on UFC Fight Night 173, which was headlined by the flyweight title fight between Figueredo and Benavidez. What is Figueredo's first name? I never even realized, I don't even know. Davison. <laughs> Davison Figueredo and Joseph Benavidez. What happened was Davison Figueredo, he had the one of the best performances I've seen in a title fight. It only lasted one round, and in that round, he he kicked Joseph Benavidez's ass pretty badly. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it was pretty shocking that it went down like that, to be honest. I thought it was going to be a little bit more competitive, but Davison was dominant throughout. He knocked Joseph down, I think, three times, and he also almost locked in the rear naked choke multiple multiple times in that first round it was the closest thing i've seen to a 10-7 round if they gave 10-7 rounds is that is that a thing they do it was that dominant if that round went for the entire five minute duration it, i would have gave that a 10-7 round to davison but he did finish it before the end of the first with a rear naked choke that put joseph out was he out or was he just out for a bit? I'm not entirely too sure. Regardless, it was a beating. It was a dominant beating by Figueredo. The best comparison I can give for this fight is when Joanna Janjacek won the belt against Carla Esparza. She absolutely dominated, dominated Esparza and many thought uh, Carla was going to win that fight. Her wrestling would be too much, but... She had no answers for Joanna in that fight. And that's how I see this fight with Figueredo and Benavidez. So Figueredo, he left no questions on the table as to who is going to be the flyweight champion. It definitely deserves to go to him now after a performance over Joseph Benavidez, who's just been a top flyweight for so long. And I'm not going to lie, it sucks that he lost this, you know. Um, was it his fourth or fifth title fight? One of those he lost again, and he even said himself, this is this is his last title fight. He doesn't see himself fighting for a flyweight championship again, because, and it makes sense. It makes sense because he, he just, he's always there, but he never, he never captures it. It's how many opportunities can a man get to win the title? But it does suck, because I'll tell you this, I was live when the inaugural the inaugural flyweight championship title bout between Demetrius Johnson and Joseph Benavidez. It went down at UFC 152 in Toronto, Canada. I went there live and I was rooting for Joseph Benavidez because the thing is when they began the flyweight division, it was mostly for Joseph Benavidez. He was one of the best bantamweights at the time, but due to his size, he was unable to accelerate as a 135er, but I really do believe that the UFC created this weight class specifically for him, not only for fighters like him, but for him to become the champion of the division, and for that to not happen during the entire inception of the flyweight division is just, it, it sucks, it, it really does suck. Um, UFC 152 was eight years ago, and we're still here today talking about Joseph Benavidez not being a flyweight champion, you know, it must, it must hurt, you know, I feel bad for him, but at the same time, 
he's had such an amazing career that it's one of those careers where if he doesn't win the belt, it really, yeah, it does suck, but it really doesn't take away of how good of a fighter he was, in my opinion. <clears throat> For me, I think he's probably one of the best fighters to never win a UFC belt. You could put him up there now because of this. And um, probably not the best thing to be remembered as, but it's the truth. You know, he's he's still one of my favorite fly, flyweights to watch. He's been in some amazing fights. He's had some really good performances that I've enjoyed. Not everyone could become a UFC champion. It, I feel like as much as there's skill involved with it, there's also there also has to be a sense of luck. Things just have to kind of fall in place. And I guess for Joseph Benavidez, it just it hasn't been like that. But that's the name of the game. Not everyone is going to be a champion. And it is what it is. Uh, congrats, congrats to uh, Davison Figueiredo. I'm actually really excited to see his future fights now. Um after a performance like that, you just, uh, I, I've never seen such a dominant performance, like I said, since the Joanna Janjacek win for the title. And also probably I'd put TJ Dillashaw beating Henan Burrell for this, for the first time. Those are like the very few that come to mind right now. I'd also probably put uh, Gilbert, not Gilbert Burns, um, Kamaru Usman defeating Tyron Woodley. That was also dominant. But this one was just dominant in the first round and it was so quick and he just he literally compressed like a beating in one round, which is why it was so impressive to me. But uh, I don't know who's going to who he's going to fight next, probably Kai Kara France or we'll have to see. There's uh, <laughs> there's a lot of options in flyweight right now uh, going to the uh, second fight of the night. Well, the co-main event, uh, we have Jack Hermanson, who defeated Kelvin Gastelum in the first round by heel hook. Oh, man, it sucks because I'm a big Kelvin Gastelum fan. I've been a big fan of him ever since he defeated Tim Kennedy. I was like, this guy is going to be a champion. And unfortunately, he's just not, he's suffering the same jo Joseph Benavidez fate of not everyone can become a champion. Jack Hermanson, though. He looked really good. After getting suplexed early, he went for a heel hook. When was the last time someone got submitted by a heel hook? That, that's been a while. But when I saw this here, it reminded me, brought me back to pride slash pancreas days. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe he caught Kelvin Gastelum in a heel hook. And Ke Kelvin was looking good early. That's the, that was the thing. Um, but what I do have to say is that I think Kelvin Gastelum is no longer the same fighter after that Israel Adesanya fight. He lost a piece of him, and I just don't see him moving up at this point anymore as a fighter. I think he's reached his peak, um, which is a shame. You know, uh, like I said, I really did believe he was going to become a UFC champion, but doesn't happen for everyone. Kelvin Gastelum still has had some amazing wins over big names in both welterweight and middleweight. That's the thing. It sucks. You know, he, he's like, he's good in both divisions. You know, you would at least think he'd become a champion in one of them. And it, it just hasn't happened. But like I said, that fight with Adesanya, it took years away from him as a fighter. It took years away from his fighting career. And... 
I just, uh, yeah, he's just, I don't think he's the same fighter anymore, which sucks, but that's the reality of the game. Sometimes big fights like that, like the Adesanya fight, just, it takes a lot out of the fighter. And um, now we have Jack Hermanson. Jack Hermanson's stock is definitely going up now after this win. Um, I wonder who's who he's going to fight next. He, he was, he had like the perfect plan of, how who's gonna fight next and who's gonna fight who? I think he wants to fight the winner of the Robert Whitaker and Darren Till matchup, which that's a good that's a good uh, fight for him to decide who would be the number one contender. And uh, for Kelvin Gastelum, I actually don't know to be honest. Whenever I see fighters in this situation, um, it's a difficult time to decide what to do next. But uh, I don't know. Uh, he could fight. He could fight Chris Weidman again, to be honest, you know, like a rematch, maybe to try to uh, to get back into things, maybe to avenge that loss. That's just a recommendation, but um, we'll see. Let me uh, talk about the other fights on this card. Uh, the Rafael Fiziev versus Mark Casey fight was pretty fun. They were throwing some heavy shots at each other for three rounds. And Rafael won that fight by unanimous decision, which also won fight of the night for both men. So really cool uh, fight. If you guys didn't see it, you, you should check that out. They were just throwing bombs at each other. Rafael, he did like a matrix dip. It, it was crazy. It was a, a crazy fight. So shout out to those guys. Uh, I was also impressed with Ariane, Li Ariane? Ariane Lip Lipsky's uh, knee bar. She secured the knee bar in the first round against Luana Carolina. That was an impressive submission. Uh, some other, let me see what else. Oh, I did want to bring up Joseph Duffy. He lost uh, his fight to Joel Alvarez by submission guillotine choke in the first round. And uh, it sucks, man. It sucks. He's on a three fight losing streak. And then he announced his retirement after that. Um, and I was looking at his career. He's He's had such a low key, good career. Um, I feel like we just didn't give it attention enough, or maybe we gave it a, a lot of attention because of the Conor McGregor win, but regardless, he, he was able to hang with some of the top guys up there, and uh, now he's uh, calling it a career, so um, congratulations on his career in general. He beat Conor McGregor back in the day which is really special and really helped his stock as a fighter. But uh, he was also he also seemed like a really nice guy. So happy retirement to Joseph Duffy. Maybe a video will come on his career soon. But uh, overall, that was the card. Uh, there wasn't that many things that stood out to me, in my opinion. I would give it probably give it a 6 out of 10, this card. 6 Seven maybe, but six six is good. Six out of ten is okay. Uh, what do you think? What do you guys think about this card? What would you rate it out of one to ten? It was an okay card. What it really made me realize is that, first of all, this was a, a week of three fight cards. That's a lot of fights. And because of that, this is bound to happen where you're just going to have, you know, subpar sub cards. And I think that should be expected now if the UFC is going to keep putting more fights 
week after week. And if they're doing three fights a week like this, oh man, uh, you could definitely expect cards that are just subpar. And uh, it is what it is. I can't complain because I'm not one who's like, ah, oh, no, we don't need more fights. More fights is better in my opinion. But at the same time, not every fight is going to be amazing and spectacular. It is what it is. I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Keon Kamara podcast. You can also listen to it on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And let me see. I feel like there's something else I need to tell you guys, but I'll let you know next time. How about that? Thank you once again, and have a good day.